Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the New Lexington Bible Church uh, weekly devotional podcast. I'm Pastor Brian. Thank you for tuning in this week. Uh, we'll still be in the uh, Paul's epistle to the Ephesian church. We'll be in uh, chapter 5, looking at verses 11 through 20 um, this morning. So it's good to start the week out in the Word of God. Hope everyone had a great weekend, had a, a good time in their home churches. Um, for those of you at our church, we had a good Sunday. <clears throat> And um, it's a blessing to serve the Lord. It's a blessing to start the week out in prayer, in meditation, and in the scriptures, seeking to uh, learn and understand and and um, just seeking wisdom from God and getting the strength we need to get the week off on the right track. And uh, I hope that you can say you've done that so far this week. Uh, let's have a quick word of prayer and get right into our devotional for uh, today. Father, we thank you, Lord, for getting us up this morning. Thank you for giving us breath and life and opportunity to live for you and to submit to your will. Thank you for giving us time to open up our Bibles and to learn from you in the scriptures this morning, Lord. And uh, just thank you for directing our steps and guiding our path and, and just giving us everything we need to live for you. Lord, I pray for everyone that listens into the podcast and uh, especially those of my congregation. And um, Lord, I just uh, lift them all up to you. You know the needs the cares, the struggles, and everything that they're going through, Lord, I just ask that you touch those individual needs and <clears throat> give them all strength to continue in the fight and to stay strong for you and um, help me to do the same, Lord. Give me the words to teach this morning uh, that we may uh, look into your scriptures and understand them more and grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we love you. We thank you. ask that you bless our devotional time this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. So my allergies have been flared up a little bit, so you have to bear with me. <clears throat> I've had a little bit of congestion to deal with, but I don't think it'll be too big of a problem. So we'll go ahead and get started here. Ephesians chapter 5, and uh, look down at verse 11. That's where we will start. We'll read through verse 20, and then we'll talk about it a little bit. So the scripture reads this, <clears throat> And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret, <clears throat> but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. <clears throat> For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So let's talk about this. We left off last week on verse 10 where we were um, talking about not being partakers with those that are living in sin, the unregenerate in the world, in darkness, 
that we're to live proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And so then Paul reiterates the point. <clears throat> not only should you not be going along with... <clears throat> excuse me, I hope I can get through the podcast. <clears throat> if you ever have allergy and sinus problems, you know what I'm dealing with. I'll try not to let it hinder us here. But uh, so... Paul's reiterating this point. Not only should we not be doing these things, it's a reminder that that we would once be in these sins until we were saved. If we were saved, we would have come out of these sins, right? And so now, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. We're not even to make contact um, with these things. And so I believe wisdom applied to this would tell us that we should not be in fellowship with those who are living in these sins because these are unfruitful works of darkness we're to reprove them and the opportunity and basically how I look at that is look we can't walk together because the way you're living could rub off on me and pull me in the wrong direction so while I don't hate anybody, we're not to hate. I can still love people. I still pray for people, but I don't have to have fellowship with somebody. And when they come to you, hey, I noticed that you're not, uh, you know, we're not really, I wish we were closer. Why aren't we, you know, how come you don't really want to do anything with this and that? Then you have your opportunity to have, say, listen, we need to have a talk. These are my convictions. These are my beliefs. And I'm not trying to make you feel bad about the things that you've decided to do with your life. But for as long as this is the lifestyle you want to live, you and I can only only be so close. Um, Because the Bible tells us we're not to even have fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Verse 12, For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. And so... Are we talking about secret sins and things like that? I think he's just talking about the shamefulness of sin in and by itself, but I, I wouldn't, uh, I certainly wouldn't eliminate that category. I'll tell you what, all of sin that comes short of the glory of God, we all have something. And uh, I've been a pastor long enough to tell you, everybody's got a skeleton in the closet somewhere. All right, I've done seen it. Um, too many, too many times, things that would shock you you would never think and then self-examination I've allowed things into my own Christian life that I had to turn turn around or have to continuing process but you know that I'm like wow Lord I really can't believe I let that get in we just the world is constantly trying to break down our walls of resistance to this stuff and so there's always temptation there and and there's always the opportunity for us to falter or fail in some Christ-like quality. And uh, if we're not care, just have no confidence in the flesh. Look, in the flesh dwelleth no good thing. Don't underestimate sin or Satan, all right? <laughs> It'll take you places you don't want to go. And you can be a great Christian and end up in a very low place in life <clears throat> because you fell into something or got hooked in a snare somehow. And you, and, and after a while of traveling down that path, you look back and you're saying, God, I can't even, how did I even get here? How did this even happen? So it's just, uh, 
you know, it's a shame to even speak of these things, but you know, the reality is, um, we can, you know, we, we can keep things in secret from each other, but you can't keep secrets from God. Right. Um, so we're not to have, uh, we're not to have fellowship with, with the unfruitful works of darkness. Um, consider this, if it's hard enough to keep sin out of our lives in secret, then how much harder is it going to be if we're in close fellowship with a lot of, uh, wickedness and darkness where those things that should be in secret are done in public with no shame. Um, we're really going to have struggles then, right? So we're not to have a fellowship either by participation or by attitude. Uh, we're not to have tolerance or leniency. Right is right, wrong is wrong, period. Um, the works of darkness are unfruitful, and um, they produce no, no positive benefits in the Christian life, <clears throat> and therefore... It's a waste of time to meddle and peddle in the things of darkness, all right? Um, the, the scripture that we read this morning points out something kind of interesting. Um, the natural man has a preference for darkness rather than light. Um, <clears throat> somebody that has unrepented sin has a preference for darkness rather than light. And the reason is right here, verse 13, But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Listen, what is it that manifested these things in the light? Reproving them. What do you reprove with? The word of God and doctrine. You're reproved by the Bible. You were reproved by God's authority. Um, there are certain people that are called by God into a ministry where they've been given the, the authority of, of handling the scripture in a manner that reproves darkness and reproves the sins that are in darkness and that's not an easy job and it's not always pleasant and the response that we get for it is obviously um usually retaliatory but you know the reality is this um the word of god is what's doing the reproving a pastor or preacher is just a vessel just the instrument um and you know what we've all have to be reproved for things in our life in order for us to address those things and take those steps in faith to get closer to Christ and to be more obedient in our walk with the Lord. And so here um, we have this, the reproving of wickedness, basically making manifest by the light <clears throat> whatsoever doth make manifest is light. So here's the process. Something we're doing that's not right with God is reproved. So the light of the word of God is shining on it. It's exposed right and then the scripture tells us this wherefore he saith awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and christ shall give thee light um look we're to wake up it's time to wake up it's time to see what we're doing it's time to open our eyes except that it's been reproved by the word of god except that it's time to move on from it and um except <clears throat> the fact that it that those sins lead to death that thing is not profitable it's unfruitful and, uh, and ask Christ to give us light. Give us the light. And then it says this, See that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. So then once we've come out of it and we've accepted it, it's been reproved, the light's on it, we've repented, we've confessed, we've asked Christ for the light, he's given us the light, we're set on the right path, now we walk diligently, walk circumspectly, walk paying attention, being careful, uh, let any man that... Uh, think that he stands, take heed lest he fall. Walk circumspectly and realize that that thing can come back around and get us again. 
<laughs> if we're not careful, all right? So, um, <clears throat> light makes a manifest whatever is in darkness. And so, um, a holy Christian life um, reveals by contrast the sinfulness of unregenerate lies, okay? So, words of, <clears throat> words of rebuke, <clears throat> when um, when sin is reproved, when the Bible is preached, sin is revealed in its characteristic to the individual. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> excuse me again. <clears throat> what happens is an unregenerate person will typically try to hide in the darkness. <clears throat> the uh, saved believer with the Holy Spirit should be hit with their conviction and then they're responsible for how they respond to that conviction, okay? Um, and sometimes the Christian response, I'll give you this, sometimes the, the, the sinner that's lost responds with more conviction than the Christian that's saved when their sins are brought to the light. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes the sinner who's not saved repents and asks Christ for salvation sometimes the Christian who you would think having the Holy Spirit with them would be convicted and say okay the, the word of God is right and I'm wrong and I, Lord I, forgive me sometimes what the Christian does and says they want to kill the preacher amen for instance here's an example and it still happens today the Lord Jesus Christ reproved the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. Right? Let me give you this. Those Pharisees, their practices before Christ rebuked them did not seem to the disciples to be all that evil. Because they had it all all done up with the fancy, um, you know, because it was all the religious. It was the re Those were the religious rulers. They were all done up. They put. A, they made a good show out of it. You know, that's their religion. You know, they're the leaders. They're the educated ones. They're the eloquent ones. They're the, you know. So what they were doing didn't seem all that evil before. But when Christ threw on them the pure light of the truth, they were made manifest in their true character. They appeared and they still appear. Amen. Exactly what their true heart condition is. Listen, those were religious people. The light shined on their sin and what it was exposed as their true character. Instead of conversion, they became enraged and their behavior demonstrated their lack of tolerance for actual truth being applied into their life. For as long as they can put on their show and show off their religion and be in control of everything, everything's fine. But the minute that Christ rebukes them and their true characters on display, you get to see who they really are. Their true colors really show. Amen. And, um, and so it's unfortunate, but we still see that in churches today. Um, every pastor's dealt with that in some form or fashion. And, you know, it would just be a whole lot easier if people would have the humility and, the, and you know, the reality check to just admit the fact that... Um, the Lord is right and we are often wrong and in life we will have to be guided and corrected and kept back in line and and the Lord will have to do that to us multiple times 
and very often, okay? And so he may use pastoral authority. He may just beat you up with scripture or he may convict you in your prayer time. Um, however it may come, he may send trials and challenges your way to show you your character and the things that he wants um, you to address. You know, there's, there's just there's so many different things. God usually doesn't send people in our path on accident. Um, and so we just... You just have to look at things through a spiritual lens while accepting the fact that the Lord already knew we weren't perfect because that's why he had to come and die on the cross of Calvary for us to begin with. Remember that. Uh, so we've got, we've got that reproving, um, making manifest in the light. The Bible tells us for whatever is made manifest is light. Um, you know, when we exercise our ministry of the light, of, of walking as children of light and and, sh and and shining the light of the gospel into the world around us. You know what happens? Others get brought to the light. Um, and so those that were in darkness get transformation themselves because now they see the light of the gospel and they have opportunity to repent and get saved, right? Um, our life should always be preaching a sermon to those around us. We should be always exposing, um, and um, we should always be exposing that light and the truth around darkness, but we're not to be in darkness. Um, <clears throat> our life should always be an invitation to unbelievers. Awake, arise, and Christ will give you light. Light, Awake uh, from, the, from your sleep. Um, wake up, pay attention, look around you. Arise from the dead, those things that you are in. They lead to destruction, and ask Jesus for salvation. He'll give you light. Amen. Um, then we're told to walk diligently, not as fools, because you're not foolish anymore, but you've received the wisdom of God. We're told in verse 16, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Look, we know we're in evil days. We're in evil days. We're running out of time. We need to make the most of our time. We need to make sure that we spend our time wisely. And that we use it and invest it in furthering the gospel, and um, and help and, and and helping others see their need for Jesus before it's too late. All right, wasted time is something we'll regret at the believer's judgment, but time well spent for the Lord is we'll get rewarded for. Um, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. What is the will of God? Well, we're to be thankful always. We're to pray always. We're to rejoice always. And, um, and we're to spread the gospel to others. I like this in verse 18. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Listen, if we're filled with the Holy Spirit of God, we don't need any extra uh, chemicals and things in our body because our body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. We don't need to drink at all. We don't need one sip of alcohol. Um, but it's telling us here, be not drunk with wine. It's just, you know, drunkenness and... Um, obviously, that's idle time, that's wasted time, that's um, chemicals introduced to the body, that's altering your mind and your, um, your, your, your physical characteristics. You've got some alter, altering going on with that, and so it's sinfulness, all right? So uh, we're told to be filled with the Spirit, the full equipment of, of, of God's ability to operate as Christians and, um, and alcohol and things like that marijuana all that stuff will um grieve grieve the spirit quench the spirit 
Um, it's looked at as witchcraft in the Bible, um, the word pharmacia. Um, it, it alters us, it hinders us, um, we're, it gives us impairment, bad decision making, impaired judgment. Um, we're not sharp, we're not attentive, we're not, that's not what God wants. He's telling us to, to live a life of diligence, keeping ourselves pure and holy paying attention and um, using our time and our ability um, to be the, be the best light that we can be in the world around us. Encouraging ourselves here in verse 19, we'll get ready to finish up here. Encouraging ourselves, those psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, that's what we need. We need that in our soul every day. Um, reciting scripture like we're doing right now. Um, singing those hymns of the faith the spiritual songs of the faith of the faith making melody in our hearts to the lord um in my heart there rings a melody listen we need to have a, a melodious um attitude towards our lord and savior every day giving us what verse 20 thankfulness giving thanks always for all things this is how you have a thankful life to the lord in all things Unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's giving us everything we need here um, to walk as children of light. Being thankful for all things unto God. Being thankful for our salvation. Um, speaking within our own hearts psalms. Reminding ourselves of the biblical truth. Singing hymns, spiritual songs. Making melody in our hearts to the Lord. Um, you know, living in purity. Um, being humble and truthful and upfront with the Lord about our true spiritual condition, praying, asking for forgiveness and repenting of those things that are in God's way. Um, you know, that way when our light, when our life is brought to the light, um, we're awake, we're risen up and we're shining bright for the Lord. Amen. That's all for the, uh, for the uh, devotional podcast for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Let's have a quick word of prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your uh, devotional this week. We went a little bit longer than usual because there's so much in your word, Lord. We can't hardly compress it down into 15 to 20 minutes. It's just difficult to do that. Um, Lord, we could look at the same scriptures over and over and over again. You always give us something new when we're seeking your wisdom from it. And um, God, we ask that you help us apply these biblical truths in our life this week. Um, help us be lights in the world around us. And when the light is shining on us, Lord, and maybe reproving us of things in our life that aren't right, help us have the humility to accept your truth and your ways and your thoughts are higher than ours. And uh, help us repent and ask for forgiveness. And then give us the strength to get on the right track and to walk diligently. Uh, paying attention to these things so that we don't stay in those snares any longer, Lord. We're, we're thankful that you've brought us out of darkness and you've set us in the light and you've given us light and then we can shine to the world around us. Help us to do that. Um, help us to shine bright. Help us to let our light so shine before men that they see our good works and glorify you in heaven, Lord. Uh, we love you. We thank you, Lord. We ask your blessing on this week. Keep everyone safe and um, help everyone get to midweek service and just take care of everybody's needs. And Lord, help us um, to have melodies in our heart towards you and to be thankful in all things, Lord, um, because you're good to us and you're worthy 
of our constant devotion and praise in our life. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks again for tuning in to our weekly devotional. We'll see you next time on the New Lexington Bible Church Weekly Devotional Podcast.